Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fishcake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture. So this time we're going to start out with some discussion questions. We're going to talk about a waifu, Raftalia, and we're going to end it by going over some anime we watched recently, including My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and a few other things like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Yuri on Ice, and Blood Blockade Battlefront. All right, well, let's get started with our questions then. I'm going to bust out some questions, yo, so holla at your boy. Word to your mother. First question. What anime character would you want to be your partner in a fight? Ooh, you know what? I feel like there's a lot of better answers to this, but I think it would be really cool to fight alongside Mei Mei. Mei Mei yeah. From Monogatari? Yeah. If you see how he stops people in Kizu Monogatari, he like jumps from the tower and stops all three of the baddies in that show with just a finger. And I just think he looks really cool when he does that. I, I feel like he would have your back in a fight, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like it'd be really fun to fight alongside Maymay. I feel like Maymay has some secret powers that we just like don't know about them. Yeah. And I want to see them. I, I feel like Maymay really could pull out the stops. I feel like he has things up his sleeve we don't know about. Who do you want to fight alongside? The first person I thought of was Shizuo from Durara. I thought you might bring up yeah. Durara or Bungo Stray Dogs. God, I just love Durara. I might have to change my anime list rating of it to like a 9 because I have an 8 right now. But every time I think about Durara, I get so happy inside. But anyway, yes, Shizuo. I want him to fight alongside me because I like his creativity, you know. No matter where we are, he'll find something that he could fight with, right? He picks up stop signs. He picks up cars. And you're like always super entertained. Always entertained. It might be a little scary because if I get in the wrong place, he might accidentally like chuck something my direction. But at the same time, he makes up for it with his strength and creativity. And I like it when people are fighting and they're all passionate and in it, you know? He won't stop. He just has to achieve his goal and smack people down. So I like that. He gonna hit you with that stop sign. I don't know. I think I would be entertained and it, he would get the job done. So, Spiral Fish Cake, what anime OP do you think would be your life's theme song? If you had a theme song. Why does Kiss Kiss Fall? That's the first thing that came in my head, too! <laughs> really? <laughs> Surely there's more to life than romance. No, there isn't. That's it. That's the only thing that matters. <laughs> but it's just it's just for me, right? Yeah, there isn't, for you. You don't have it's a harem my... of anime boys. I, well. While you're dressed up like a boy, too. I do have a pillow. Oh, you have you have Naruto your pillow and harem? And Ray. <laughs> and then I have a girl missing blanket. <laughs> so I can't So your theme deny. song starts when you get into bed. <laughs> <laughs> and you serve tea to your Naruto and <laughs> your Colonel Mustang. I don't know. That song is just so catchy. I just love it. But what's what's your what's your real answer? That is, that is my real answer. Is that not good enough for you? That's your real answer. That's like the main thing I thought of was kiss kiss fall in love oh from Oran High School. <laughs> okay, well I mean if I had to pick another one, Diver from Naruto. That's just your favorite. Yeah, but it it showcases my life's journey of being there for my friends. I'm sorry, kiss kiss fall in love is my final answer. <laughs> Or the high school what? host club OP. Yes, I love you. What? Does it does it change 
your life or does it just describe how your life is right now? Do your, your life turn into what the theme song is about? Does this theme song have powers or is it just like you wish that if someone were watching your life, this is how it would start. Each episode would start. If someone was watching my life, I would like it to start like that. Yeah, I would want it to start with that like fun. Like either way, you Poppy. wouldn't you wouldn't want like kiss of death or something to start no. here or lots of frozen pie and some gin and tonic or whatever lots of frozen pie <laughs> yeah i wouldn't want that all right what about you Gingitata. or i realized the screaming thing <laughs> deep in my brain i'm going straight ahead with the scar <laughs> that's that's actually my theme song you when i'm feeling emo that's my theme you song. brought up a naruto theme song i think i would go even earlier in naruto for my theme song yeah what's your theme song <laughs> fighting dreamers oh that's a good one i would love for whoever is watching my anime to just yeah. be framed that my life is framed in the idea that we are fighting dreamers <laughs> Oh, this guy must be a, a fighting dreamer, okay? Yeah, uh, obviously that's what it is. She just wanted to be. We are fighting dreamers. Na 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 Oh, yeah, we just, just go, go my way. way. Right here, right now. Oh, goodness. That's a good choice. I like that choice. Maybe it would convince somebody. Yeah, that you're... I mean, I, mean, I am... I, it describes me, so yeah. I, I totally am, you know... A fighting dreamer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's watching my life is just going to obviously believe it. Believe it! (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, my next question. What type of vehicle would you want to hit you in order for you to get transported to an isekai? What counts as a vehicle? Could it be like a moped? (laughs) Yeah, moped, spaceship, moving van, regular van. (laughs) (laughs) Like anything. (laughs) Sports car. Yes, sports car. Regular car. (laughs) I have I have two answers for this. One of which I would want to be hit by something that like isn't going very fast. (laughs) That like doesn't cause me very much pain. I assume by transport by an isekai that I don't necessarily have to die in your definition. Do I have to die? No. I want to be I don't know. Wait, do you have to die to be transported to an isekai? Is that a rule? I don't know. Okay, in this question you don't have to die. I want to be hit like the guy in Konosuba, where he gets hit, but then he just dies of embarrassment. Yeah, it's the stupidest way to die. That's how I want to go. I don't actually want to get hit by anything. Okay, other side of the answer. If I had to get hit by something, I'd want it to be like a fighter plane. I want something going the speed of sound that would just completely rip me apart so quickly. Just explode my brain. Why am I imagining like Wolf's ship from Star Fox just like flying in it? Exactly. It's like in Smash when you just... Yeah, yeah, that's When what they I'm come imagining. in and uh-huh. they just whoosh right through you. It'd be exactly <laughs> like that. The reasoning is that I, I, I don't want to even feel it. I just want to boof, explode. Does my body have to be maintained? Or will I turn into the isekai and, like, be eviscerated? I don't think so. I think you get reincarnated as you were. Okay, that's fair. What about you? I definitely 100% want to be hit by a semi-truck. What? (laughs) 
That was so. Wait. Thought about this. What you thought? You see, I'm over here like desperately trying to figure no, out. No, I want to be hit by a semi truck because I don't want to be embarrassed by what I was hit by when I get reincarnated in the next world. Like when I'm up there talking to that goddess or whatever who's gonna send me on, I want it to be like a legit thing I was hit by. Nobody's gonna laugh at me for being killed by a semi truck. Like those are big. Those will hurt you really bad. But if I get hit by like a scooter or something, they'd be laughing at me like, "Why are you so lame?" I want to be taken seriously in my next isekai world, okay? I don't want everyone to make fun of me and judge me. So I feel like a semi-truck is a good one to get hit by, you know? I see the logic, but also, mm-hmm. isn't there tougher things than a semi? I like, guess, like, a, I could get ridden over by, like, a tank. a tank. Yeah. But tanks are slow. Like, I should have had time <laughs> to move out of the way of that, you know? <laughs> they, can, they can go kind of fast. No, they really can't. Like, I, I should have seen that coming. And I'm imagining the typical, you know... A kid runs out into the street in front of a semi truck. I heroically oh wait, jump there's in. A story. <laughs> there's the background to save this kid. Then I get hit by the semi truck. Yeah, I feel like I I'm just way more practical. I just want to get hit and not feel it. I don't want to have to feel Fair. my death. Too painful. Okay, speaking of isekais, how long do you think you would last in an isekai? Probably not that long. I get super impatient. And I'm not necessarily willing to, like, level up all the time and grind, you know? I feel like I'd get annoyed and I would just give up. But wait, is this an isekai where if I die in the game, I die in real life? Because then I would try a lot harder. Well, yeah. Oh, well, then never mind. I'll try a lot harder if I'm going to die in real life, too. So this isn't just an isekai where I'm like, it's game over and I'm done. There, there are two situations, neither of which do you get to return to real life. Like, this is this is your thing now. You're isekai You have to save this world I have to save the world now? Yeah, you do. Ugh. And either you die forever or you can respawn sometimes. Like some some of them let you respawn. Okay. I guess I'd probably be like a nicer version of the overly cautious guy in the anime. The hero is overpowered by overly cautious. Like I probably wouldn't be overly powered. But I would like train a lot, make sure I was completely ready to go beforehand. You know, I wouldn't like want to jump into stuff. I want to make sure I had everything planned out, my strategy set. Try to like strategize, you know. Don't know still how long I'd last. Humanity may be doomed if I was in an easy guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like whoever's humanity I'd be in charge of might be doomed. You see, I I would say that I would be the overly cautious guy because, like, yeah. legitimately in real life, I, like, have a hundred contingency plans for everything. You really do. Whenever we go out into the wilderness or yeah. whatever, yeah. like, I'm always bringing camping. a giant bag of, like, everything that we could possibly need. You and, really like, are. And I think that, honestly, I'd be a decent, just by myself, like, isekai kind of person. Like, I'm Uh pretty big, pretty smart. I could take out a bunch of people. But I don't feel like I'm good enough at making friends to be an isekai. So, actually, (laughs) I kind of think that I'd be more of a naofumi than anything. You probably would. I could see that. (laughs) I feel like I would just be a jerk to everybody. Because you can't just buy stuff on Amazon. You know, I bet... Like, you'd have to barter and stuff. And I would just be like, just give me, give it to me. I need it. I I will threaten you to get this bread. I bet I could make friends then. 
Right. I, I feel like I'm you're better off, but you're small. Enough. I know I'm small. So you'd be you'd be kind of screwed unless there was some kind of power. Yeah. Like, do leveling. I get a cool power? You, in you this? must. You you have to be able. If to. I get a cool power, then whatever. It is possible for you to save this world. It's just a question of how much you'd last. Oh, I can also last. just like yell at people. So how long do you think you'd last? I guess it depends on where I'm going. Do I have powers? Where am I? Can I make friends? Things like that. Since we were just talking about Shield Hero, let's let's say it's a Shield Hero kind of situation. Think I'd totally be a fine on shield hero. Oh, you you would go all the way to the end. You think you would survive? I could just grind, cutting those like one things up. But they have the waves. Yeah, I'd be fine. That's it. If that mean girl can live in that world, I sure can. Yeah, but you're tasked to save it. There's some really big baddies too that come out. I think I'd be okay. So, assuming I'm in this easy cut, I'd be one of the heroes, right? Yeah. There's a sword one, right? Yep. I want to be that one. Okay. I think I'd do okay. You think you'd save the world, is what you're saying. No, I don't think I'd get that far. Oh, so you would... I think I would make it past the first wave in Shield Hero, and then after that, second wave would come, and I'd probably die. Do you think you could save the world? Uh-uh. I think that I could probably, with everyone's help, outlast any wave. Uh-huh. I could make it all the way to the end. But I have a feeling that at some point they would kill me, the village people. <laughs> like or the king why do you think that i just i'm a real complainer and you are you kind of like if i was in an isekai world there'd just be so much to complain about a lot of people like you okay but like at the end of the day there's just a lot going wrong all the time oh hold on though in this world you wouldn't have electricity no you wouldn't have access to animal crossing (laughs) (laughs) so it's just like the real world then (laughs) shade <laughs> so maybe you wouldn't last very long in an e-sync that's that's the thing is that i would just you'd be like i'm done i would just complain about literally everything that's like, true i feel like i can get by a lot better than you can on like not a lot of stuff but i feel like you need a lot I do. I just feel like the village people just would kick me out at some point. Because, like, I understand (laughs) the things that you need to succeed in the isekai. So I would try to be the isekai hero and, like, Mm -hmm. stand atop my soapbox and try to gather people together and bring them together and bring Mm -hmm. them to, like, take down these waves. But at the end of the day, I think that they would just eventually completely exile me to the point (laughs) where... I'm like eating scraps in the forest that or something. That's so sad. I, I'm pretty sure that I would die of starvation or something. You think so? Or they would just get so annoyed with me that they would just bring out the guillotine. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think you're being a little hard on yourself, but okay. I, at the very least, I don't think I could save the world without having a serious charisma boost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like being able to inspire people a little better. All right. Well, next question. Which anime character would you want to switch lives with? So remember, they'd be in your life now. That's something to think about. Do we both still exist? Like we're, we're in the real world? Yeah, but... you both exist. Gotcha. You've switched lives. That person's now acting on your behalf. Is it forever? Not necessarily. That's the thing. Oh, okay. So there's a possibility that we'll switch back. And you'll have to resume as yourself. So you should pick carefully. Do you know what? I'll just say I'll switch lives with Kion from Haruhi. Yeah, any, because barely anyone would be able to tell the difference. Like, 
literally Kyoun and I are just the same person anyway. He's a complainer. I'm a complainer. I feel like he's decently smart. He could get by at my job probably. I feel like I could as well enjoy his life. It, it would be a little bit scary knowing that there are so many supernatural things going on and like mm-hmm. the world could disappear at any moment or something some crazy supernatural thing like that but also i'd get to hang out with haruhi she's pretty cool what about you who do you want to switch lives with mayuri from steinsky 100 <laughs> oh my god you realize some of the implications of that right yes uh, it doesn't matter to me oh my word our girl yeah i'd want to switch lives with mayuri i feel like she's friendly I feel like she's fun but then you'd have to cosplay and you have to work at a cosplay cafe i'd be okay with that and i'd get to hang out with okabe i know you love so okabe. like who i love i would love to hang out with okabe all day all right if you had to kill off one anime character who would it be so if i had to kill off one anime character i would kill off that creepy guy in sword art online oof the creepy guy who held Azuna captive? I would 100% kill off that guy. Because he's so creepy. For sure. I don't like him at all. I still can't get over that Todd Habercorn plays him in the dub. And we watched it before I knew that I loved oh Todd Habercorn as a voice who actor. Knew, who knew Todd Habercorn could be a bully and a creep? Well, I mean, now we know. Now we know for sure. He's played a variety of different types of people in anime for sure. I'm glad I learned that later and not saw him in that way then. Right. What about you? Who would you want to kill off? Tucker from Full Metal Alchemist. He's you a scientist. want to kill him. He does not do very nice things. Nah, he does not. He uses his alchemy for evil. He does. And you could explain things away with him in so many things like, oh, he did it because of this or, oh, he did that because of that. But whenever I see him on the screen, he grosses and creeps me out. Whenever I see him do his thing and like I think back to what he did, I just get angry. I get really upset. And he, his glasses kept getting shiny. So you knew he was up to so, so no good. <laughs> We're already talking about the shiny glasses. Yes, whenever whenever somebody's glasses turn right, you know yeah. they gonna be the villain. He was talking to Ed and his glasses got all shiny, like got all like glazed over. And I'm like, ooh, he up to no good. And over the series, he starts to look really creepy too. So like, you're, you're just creeped out in general. And he, he sounds creepy later in the series too. Like you're talking early- about the OG one, right? Yes. Okay. I I didn't say Brotherhood. OG Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist original. He just, ugh. I hate, like, this series contains people who just murder genocidally and, like, are super evil tyrants. Yeah. And I'm over here like, yo, this dude, he's real creepy. I want to kill him off, yo. (laughs) Like, as as much as I want to kill people and save a bunch of people's life, like, that guy needs to calm down. He needs to take a chill (laughs) pill. Is there any alchemy that will create a pill that will cause chill (laughs) to occur in this man? Because I need that. He doesn't necessarily have to die. I need him to stop messing around with people and get his life on track. Dear Edward Elric, create some pill with alchemy that makes this guy not a creep. Sure! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Five parts calm down. Four parts take a seat. (laughs) Three parts shut up. (laughs) Ha <laughs>
Okay, alright. So next question. Which anime do you think is underrated? Honestly, I just wish that everybody has watched Shuffle. I know it's stupid, (laughs) and I know it's not the anime you would expect. Because, like, I don't love Shuffle, but, like, I just wish that we could bring that back and have everybody experience Shuffle. You have to watch the whole thing. That's the only thing. You can't stop early on. No. You have to watch the entire thing because that show it's it's pretty interesting. It's for mature the whole audiences. It's for mature audiences, but it is it's I just wanna like share with everybody the experience of Shuffle, like have everybody watch it and then like be able to talk about it with yeah. every anime fan that I come across. Like, oh this is just like that one part in Shuffle where this happened. Well, I feel like it's created the inside joke in our house where we're like, are we about to get shuffled yeah. while we're watching this anime? Or we're like, oh my gosh, we just got shuffled. I agree with you. I feel like everybody should experience that. Everyone should feel shuffled at some point. What about you? 100% Tanaka Kun is always listless. <laughs> I love that show. It warms my heart. It's not like the best anime I've ever watched in my sure. whole life, but I love it. It's modeled for me what kind of friends everyone deserves. Like Ota is the best friend in all of anime. I don't care what y'all are saying. His friend is super lazy, just lays around all day, Tanaka, and carries him around to class. He's like, I know, I see you're my friend. I know you have these weaknesses and that life can be hard sometimes. So I'm going to carry you wherever you need to go. I'm going to be there for you. I feel like if my fault is that I'm a complainer, then your fault is definitely Definitely that you're just Tana Cocoon. I feel like I'm either the kind of person that can do stuff all day. Like I'll get up and I'll do like 50 things, you know, and I'll be like, yeah, I can do them all. But if I have nothing planned that day or nothing to do, I'll or just, just one thing to do. Yeah, I'll take the entire day to do it and I'll just lay around and I'll just want to watch anime, which is why we anime. have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll want to eat. I feel like just like Tana Cocoon, like I just want to lay down under a tree just lay down somewhere and do nothing so i identify with him if you haven't seen tanaka kun is always listless you should definitely watch mm-hmm. which sibling in anime would you want as your sibling the first thing that comes to mind honestly i know we're going to talk about this later is hina's younger brother from weathering with you really he's just like dating all these girls <laughs> being cool and then he helps her out of different situations you know like mm-hmm. he has her back right i don't know i feel like he's pretty cool you think he'd be fun to talk to i feel like he'd be fun to talk to and, like, and i feel like help out in life when you can but like yeah. also that he'd be able to offer up a little bit of wisdom yeah he's reliable he seems to have a good life obviously he's very independent so what about you what anime sibling would you want to be your sibling all right i have an anime sibling that i want to be my sibling and i feel like i have an anime character that i need to be my sibling the character i want to be my sibling is in my team romantic comedy snafu he has this sister who is just she's really fun to just talk to i love smug characters they're my favorite thing hence the smug donuts and she's always like i guess that's a point for me whenever she says something nice to him and like always putting him down but also bringing him up like it's just such a cute little relationship i i wish that i had a sibling where that was the relationship too that that's really cute but i feel like what i need is i need a sister like ui from 
chaos. Uh, who's responsible and will wake you up every day? I can be kind of a Yui sometimes, and I feel like I need somebody who's going to correct me, but like do it gently. She's also an enabler, though, and I kind of want a sibling that enables me and corrects me at the same time. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on, come down and eat breakfast. Someone who makes you food, yeah, but also like makes food all the time. Tells you you need to get your act together. All right, last question. What would your Chunibyo name be? And for those of you who don't know, Chunibyo is like, how would you describe it? Chunibyo is that phase that some Uh kids go through in like middle school or like really early high school where they dress in all black and pretend that they have uh, superpowers and they like buy swords. So for example, in in one of the shows we watched, he like wrote a grimoire book on how to be the Dark Flame Master. (laughs) And he would hold his hand up like Uh it is the source of his flame and pain yeah and that's love chunibyo and other delusions yes yeah but that's the best one obviously is dark flame master like there's no way around that it's it's clearly dark flame optimal i know that's a hard hard one to be but what do you think yours would be like your chunibyo name how about you you give me what do you think my name would be oh what do you think and what do you oh that's a good way think yours so what do you think my name would be brooding master of destruction (laughs) brooding master of destruction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you like it yes <laughs> and, the, and you can like put your hand on your chin and like look like you're brooding or thinking mm-hmm. about something you know and then like your powers can come from that from your brooding yes i brood yeah you brood when do i brood when you're complaining because you're <laughs> cute. Well then fine. You can be the listless lady of endless endless annihilation. <laughs> Ooh. Listless lady of endless annihilation. I like it. Brooding master of destruction. Listless lady of endless annihilation. Forget smug donuts. Yeah, forget forget Spirefish cake. <laughs> I'm changing my, my name now to Listless Lady of Endless Annihilation. Yes. I like it. My name is Dark Flame Master. Be enveloped by the flames of darkness and die! (laughs) So what would I say? (laughs) What would I say in this world? Fear my powers of destruction! I don't know. (laughs) So I would say fear my powers of destruction. And you would say... (laughs) Prepare to be annihilated. Prepare to die. (laughs) In like three days. <laughs> when I feel like it. <laughs> this flavor, this must be the work of the dark organization. For our safety, I shall seal it. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of good Shadivio clips in there. <laughs> now you have witnessed my true power. <laughs> do you have a good do you have a good brooding master of destruction laugh? <laughs> no, that's too much like hers. What what about you? I would imagine it'd be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. And you'd be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. In this, in this universe, are we like a duo? Ooh, the listless lady and the brooding master? Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to be a duo? We could team up. Let's team up. I'd like to team up. You right. will destruct the town and I'll annihilate it. Yes. So you can destroy all their resources, and then I'll annihilate everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. 
<laughs> I can't do that seriously. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think that was a good question to end on. So let's jump into our next segment, Waifu of the Week. This week, we're talking about Roth Talia from Shield Hero. So for those of you who don't know, Raftalia was introduced in episode one of Rising of the Shield Hero. She is the first member of Naofumu's party. She is from a place called Melromart. She's a demi-human and she becomes a really important person to Naofumi as the series goes on. So my feelings on Raf are kind of like my feelings on Shield Hero in general, which is that unlike Shuffle, I feel like you get almost everything in Shield Hero in episodes one through four. I feel like all of the things that Shield Hero does really well are done 100% perfect in episodes one through four of Shield Hero. So if you haven't Mm -hmm. seen those, watch those four. If you like the show and the flavor, it continues on being that flavor and it's good. But over the first four episodes, you really see her grow a lot and you really see her become a much more mature person to the point where, as you've seen in the ads for Shield Hero, she's eventually becomes this 18 year old woman and both her body has matured, but also her mentality about how she was beaten down and how she can't have anything like she won't even take food at the beginning because she didn't think she would deserve it but over time you see her more take what she wants and more be less of a just trying to get by kind of person and more of a person who's willing to protect the ones she loves she definitely becomes a lot stronger and like braver and self-assured which i really like about her but at the beginning she like doesn't ask for anything explicitly she's always like there's we have a clip yeah we actually have the clip she's just like would you like a ball like that (laughs) no i don't want a ball not at all yeah right yeah and she obviously she her tail's like wagging in the beginning because she's like really wants the ball and it's betraying her but over time she grows more and more to the point where she starts to when Naofumi's in his time of need she begins to be able to protect him too mm-hmm. i think that's the really beautiful thing about it and the thing that really touches me is that he has a lot of things where he's beaten down in the same way in this world where he's been oppressed and they're able to help he helps her and then she in return helps him and sees the light within him i think that could be really beautiful too and i'm really proud of Raftalia when when she uh grows like that i like how he sees the strength in her or pulls it out of her. And I like how she sees the kindness in him and brings that out of him. Yeah. I think that they make a really good team in that way. The real question here, do you think she's daughter's owned by now for me? Yes. Are you my father or something else? No, I'm your owner. I see. Then what about Raptalia? She's kind of like my daughter. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's daughter's own. Super hard. But I think there's going to be a point where she can grow out of that. Like you don't even even regular people don't stay kids forever. I feel like she's grown up to be a woman physically. And I feel like over time she's going to grow up to be a woman mentally as well. I don't know if now for me will ever stop seeing her as a daughter because obviously once you take care of somebody like a daughter, it's and once you see how childish they are, you can't get that out of your head i straight up don't even know if he like has noticed that she has gotten any taller besides the fact (laughs) that he has he has to get her new armor and stuff sure (laughs) 
<laughs> there's this part of the beginning where they're in town and after she's grown up and it's been I don't know how much time has passed I don't think very much time and all the guys are giving her attention and he's like I know people like doting on cute kids but this is too much what is this bro like did you not notice a difference or anything I, I straight up think that Naofumi might not but here's the thing she's so determined she's gonna win him over eventually like Naofumi I'm not a kid anymore and that's the last I want to hear of it really don't need to force yourself to act grown up uh, I'm not forcing it she's very insistent that she's grown up Right, and she's not. That's the thing. And he realizes that. And I mm -hmm. think that it's always going to be weird for him. But I do think that there is a possibility that just because she's always protecting him, mm -hmm. that she will one day win him over. Just because you can't treat like someone like a kid forever when they're that strong and they can protect you like that. She's clearly not the kid she was before, and he might not be able to see that now. But I think that over the years, he might grow to like her as more than just that. Now, if he really did think of her as just a daughter, like, fully, then, like, that might not ever happen. Because once you see somebody as a child, and, like, she was only a child for a week, but once you see someone like that, it's it's there's no way you can go back. But I think that if there's any chance that he sees her as something more than what she he understood as her initially because she is more than what he thought of her initially if he ever sees her as something more than that then i think that she could win him over he still treats me like a child sometimes but one day i'll make sure he notices my womanly charms and then we'll see i think she could do it all right so to end our waifu of the week our appreciation for our girl raftalia what are the five things you would say that make her a waifu? The top best things about Raftalia. So the top five things about Raftalia. My top things, I feel like obviously in the looks department, she's very beautiful. She's cute. Like very mm -hmm. beautiful character design. Super memorable. I really love that armor, but like it has like red accents. It kind of reminds me of Asuna a bit, mm -hmm. but then she has that hairdo. Um, I love her hair. Yeah. It's, it's really cute. It's really great. And you know what? I'm not really into like the furry elements, but I feel like they're executed well. Like I'm not super into like the Neko kind of thing, but her Tanuki ears and mm -hmm. it kind of almost reminds me of uh, Spice and Wolf. It, I feel like it's done I pretty well. I can see that. Or it's not like the focus of the whole thing, but at the same time, it just adds a little bit here and there where like she's wagging her tail and it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like it shows um, her emotions. Yeah. I feel like they do it in a good way. And then... And on top of that, I really like how she talks about love. She's so immature with love. And I think that's really cute sometimes. She gets so jealous um, mm -hmm. of the other people. And she's like, oh, I I wish that I could take Naofumi away. I wish that I could <laughs> hog him for a little while. And yeah. it's just really cute. I really like how she's a fighter. I like how she she has to learn and you watch her learn. But I really like how in other shows, the main girl is more of a backup character for the main guy. But to me, she's the main fighter of the group. Mm -hmm. She's the main person that goes in and is literally the sword. Now, he's still the main character. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, it focuses mostly on him. But I feel like at least we get to see the lady fighting. It's really good. She definitely feels like an equal partner. Like, he couldn't work without her. Yeah. She couldn't work as well without him. Like, it does it doesn't, focus a lot on him, though, but... Yeah, it just... It doesn't feel like she's in the background. It feels like they're a team partnering up to do things together. 
and number four i really like how loyal she is Mm -hmm. i feel like no matter what the situation is no matter who's dragging her away she she's gonna stay loyal to the person she loves and i think that's really beautiful because they really try to convince her otherwise they really do and she doesn't let it get to her Number one thing about Raftalia is that I really love watching her grow. She is in a really bad mentality and state at the beginning of the show. And she is in a really rough situation. And you're able to watch her grow throughout the series. I think it's really beautiful. You really get to watch her go from this place of darkness to a place where she brings out the light in others. And she can protect and push forward along with Naofumi. And it almost becomes the person who's pushing him along now. And number zero, the most important thing about Raftalia, the number six, is that she gives the best hugs. Let's face it. Raftalia, 10 out of 10 best hugs in the show. You could be down in the dumps. You could be literally your whole life is falling apart in front of you. And Raftalia comes over and she's like, but I believe in you. I believe in you, master. And she gives you a hug and then you're just like, She yes. hits him with that master now for me. <laughs> she, gives him that hug. She hits him with the master. He believes he can do anything then. Yeah. <laughs> You, you believe you could do anything after a pep talk and a hug from Raftalia. And I gotta say, top, top waifu right there. I would say my top five things I like about her. She's very kind. I like that about her. She really likes taking care of other people. And I think she, in that number two, she like she really stands up for what she believes in, which I appreciate. She doesn't give in to peer pressure like you were saying. She doesn't back down when people insult her friends or insult now for me she really stands up for them and i appreciate that and she fights thirdly within those kind of encompassing those two things as well she stands up for what she believes is right and she has a strong moral compass i would say and she likes to defend the weak a lot of the time she's really there for people who can't defend themselves and she doesn't leave people behind which i really appreciate i also (laughs) I also think it's really endearing how hard she tries sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not talking about fighting and things. I'm talking about to impress Nalfami. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, well, but what about if I did this? I wouldn't impress Nalfami. It's just kind of endearing seeing her try to get his attention. And I just like how she, she's just very, uh, like, strong and fierce. And she just, like, won't back down. I like that. Now, I've kind of already said that before, I feel like, in some of the other things, but I really like how she just doesn't back down. She'll fight people, and I appreciate that about her, because she was not always like that, and it was really cool to see her grow into that and become that, and I I really like that about her. All right, now on to our weeklies, like my hero. Yeah, so our weeklies, things that we watched this week, things that we've been watching on a week-to-week basis... And I just want to say during this part, we are going to talk about spoilers. So I'm going to go over the different anime that we're going to talk about. So we're going to talk about My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, episodes 1 through 6, Dr. Stone, episodes 1 through 13, Yuri on Ice, and the first season of Blood Blockade Battlefront. And for My Hero, that's episode 14 and Demon Slayer, episode 12.
Club. Yes, that's where we're at. All right, so what do you think of My Hero? You know, I feel like we're finally getting to the point that things are getting good. Yeah, because, you know, you and I have not super been in love with this season. No. Like, at all. We're like halfway through and it feels like there's been like two good episodes. Yeah, and I know that might be an unpopular opinion. I know there are some hardcore My Hero Academia fans We out have there, this but... inside joke now where <laughs> Kirishima, Red Riot, is the main character of the show. Because it's been like... Three episodes talking about Red Riot's story. Yeah, meanwhile, Bakugo's gotten, like, two lines. Who are the most popular characters in the show? Todoroki and Bakugo. Deku, of course. Yeah. Ochako, Toga, All Might. Those are the main people. Froppy is also kind of popular. And how much have we heard from any of them? None. (laughs) We've heard from Deku a little bit. And Kirishima is just like getting all these episodes where like, did anybody ask for this? Like, I like him. He's a cool character. He's a cool person but, to, with Bakugo. Yeah. And also just in general, it, it really works when everybody's working together. But this, yeah. like, it's all like, oh yeah, they're like in a school together and they're like, they work together and it's this really beautiful thing. But this one's like, everybody has their own individual struggle and they're fighting it basically alone for the most part. Right. Or with their teacher. And, and I understand that that's how it's probably going to look like for them once they become real heroes but they are still first year students yeah that's the thing like, that so me much is ha- we have had four seasons of one school year <laughs> like it, how many seasons of this show are there gonna be when are they gonna become second years yeah they've accomplished a lot for first year students i mean i guess i just don't understand what the scaling of the show is gonna be like where are they gonna go from here and the first three seasons just felt so good like it always felt like there was no filler and something was happening and then all of a sudden this season what happened yeah i don't know but i feel like as we've gotten more overhaul and airy I, yes. I will say that's where it started to pick up for me in this episode overhaul arc kind of comes to a close for the time being anyway and then we get the league of villains back and while we were watching it today i was saying man it feels as though we finally have gotten back to the main storyline i felt as though we had taken this big detour with overhaul and i was ready to get back to real quote-unquote my hero what, academia. what i've been saying is it's like it's like when you watch an ova or a spin-off yeah. movie uh-huh. and they have to have this big amazing thing otherwise why make it and they have to save the world right but at the same time it's not the real big bad and you know that yep. and they're gonna go back to the show and it can't impact the real show really except in maybe a small way that could be explained through other means so you know nothing that interesting is gonna happen in an ova that's what it felt like the whole time but this is canon this is not supposed to be filler i don't think so what the heck happened why in the world is this the thing i don't know is that suddenly there's a new mentor suddenly there's a new villain suddenly none of the main characters are on the screen screen and having any development only the side characters that we don't care about get development and actually have parts of their story that are interesting and Deku but Deku doesn't have any development that he can grow from he only has development that he then loses he has this explosive moment that's supposed to be really huge but he can't do that again like that's not something he grew from it's just a big moment that happened which was really cool by the way I agreed I mean it was really cool I thought the final fight with overhaul in the the episode 
episode before this was really cool. And I thought the wrap up of the overhaul was pretty cool. And when the League of Villains was on top of that van, they were following in front of the ambulance that overhaul was in. Mm-hmm. And then they like just totally trashed. Oh, it was so cool. It yeah. was so cool. But basically everybody from that spinoff half of the season died. And so it's not, they're not important anymore. And no. now we're just back to, and we're going to start seeing Bakugo and Sue and I hope so. Like, what what happened? Why are we suddenly now in real My Hero? I, which I was so confused about because I was really hyped in the beginning of the season because I had thought that Overhaul and the League of Villains were going to team up together and become like right. this really scary, unstoppable force. But then they um, battled against each other. And, you know, he's just an ex-Yakuza. That's pretty cool. But at the same time, he's not like this... He's not in league with these really bad villain guys who've been working together for a little while now and have honed their skills and have this big ideology about the heroes and trying to take over and get power. So I feel like he didn't have a chance against them. I know in his mind he did because he was just going to be rid of people of their powers, but I don't really understand what he was thinking and not joining up with them. I guess I just thought the, towards the end of this episode where they cut off his arm and they take away the bullets that he made with Aerie is so crazy. I mean, obviously he was in a weak state, but I'm just like, yeah, I mean, this this is like a next level for the League of Villains. This is a scary thing Yeah. moving forward. We should definitely be... We were afraid of them before. We should be more afraid of them now. And I wonder what Overhaul is going to do with this now because I don't think he's dead. I don't think he died there. I don't know for that for sure. But he did lose his quirk, didn't he? Yeah. So I'm just wondering what he's going to do now. Who knows? So I have a thing when talking about story, which is that like, to me, I think it's really impressive when they don't just beat the villain, they beat the villain's ideals as well. And to me, Overhaul, I know this might not be the end of Overhaul, so they might still have time to do this, but it feels like his ideal was that he needs to clean the earth of these quirks and that the people with quirks are dirty. Quirks only make them dangerous and that their quirks is what corrupt and ruin them. And I don't really feel like they proved him wrong. I feel like they just beat him out with violence. There are themes that I feel like they worked on a bit that I like, like the idea that Aerie was corrupted by her quirk. I feel like she got redeemed a bit there, but they didn't show her that she was worthwhile yet, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure over time we'll Mm -hmm. get to see more of Aerie. They also talked about changing your future and the future can't be changed and you have a fate that's a topic that i really like in literature that i don't feel like we get to see much in modern day outside of literature i feel like they don't really talk much about fate but here here we get a big thing on fate and we sort we see the ending of night eye and we also see the ending of night eyes ideals which are that hey you can't change the future he he makes such a giant deal every time they talk about the future because mm-hmm. he's like you can't change this once i touch someone's face everything is set in stone and he can't see that humans are this driving force of will that can change anything with enough will and you see him die and you also see his ideals die it's kind of convenient too that now we've seen that his power doesn't actually work 100 percent of the time that now they just write him out of the story but (laughs) (laughs) 
it's like yeah you think this this guy's super powerful and it's just crazy cool but also we're just not going to have him around anymore because his power is yeah. too inconvenient his death was pretty emotional and i already yeah. knew about it because i had accidentally been spoiled by it on instagram i said i guess such is the fate of a dub watcher when did you did you <laughs> get that spoiled after you saw him get impaled okay but this is anime and lots of things happen to people and they don't die even though they look like they should die this is not the pain arc of Naruto. Fair. But anyway, I wasn't 100% sure what would happen to him. And it was sad. It was emotional, especially when Lemillion comes over and he's crying. I will say, though, I felt sad. I cried a little bit, you know, teared up a little bit. I'm kind of... Glad. Not... I don't know if I want to say glad he's dead. That makes me sad. I'm not glad he's dead. I'm glad that he will no longer be the focus of this story. Because I liked him. I thought he was an interesting character. But again, I didn't like that he was so much of a focus. It's just so odd to me that season three ends and we're so focused on All Might and his relationship. We're so focused on him and Bakugo as rivals. And I know that, you know, the last part of the third season was talking about the big three. And I get that. And it made sense to me that we saw more of the big three during this season, but it doesn't make sense to me that we were given all of these new, you know, relationships, these deeper growing relationships, and they were just all thrown to the wayside. And then we were introduced to all these new people, not just the big three, like a you ton keep of saying new people. the big three. Yeah. What about Toga? And what about Suyu Asui? And what about, what about Ochako? What about them? Apparently, Surely Ochako is important. <laughs> Apparently not anymore. You keep saying the big three. Is Ochako not as important as the big three? Apparently not, according <laughs> to season four. But I will say, this is the first episode of the season. And again, we might have opinions different than other people. I know a lot of people have really enjoyed the season. But this was the first episode for me of the season that I was so excited about. Yeah. I felt like it was so cool. The whole time I was having a good time. There have been moments in the other episodes where I've been excited and thought it was cool. You mean but... when he's like, man, I sure wish that I got my license. Jeez. <laughs> Is that the moment that the you're moment, talking about? The one moment Bakugo talked. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I just... I miss Full Ida. disclosure. I miss Bakugo. We, she, a Bakugo stan. I am 100% And I'm a Toga either. person. Bakugo is my favorite character. And then I would say Ida is probably my second favorite. And I just miss them both so much. I'm so sad. I can't wait to see them again. Hopefully, it looks like they're in the next episode. I don't know how much. But so what what we're saying, though, is that the early season disappointed us. But now we feel like we're getting somewhere and we're excited. We are yeah. now hyped. I feel like this will be fun to cover in the podcast, too. Like, this is going to be good. Yeah. I have high expectations for the end of the season. Better not disappoint me. I hope it doesn't. I don't think it will. I feel like all of this stuff has led up to a specific something. And it's all had to happen. And now the plot's moving in, a, in an interesting direction. Speaking of those feelings, Demon Slayer. Yeah? Early on, we were hyped because everybody was saying it was good. We really liked the animation. The moves look really cool. The moves do look amazing, but I wasn't as excited as everybody else, and I didn't understand why. And I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like things are starting to speed up now that we're at episode 12, where the boar and Zenitsu get introduced. You know, every time I read something about Demon Slayer, they're talking about how cool this guy with the boar mask is. 
So I have high hopes for this guy. Speaking of having high hopes, I have high hopes for Shinobu because I really like Shinobu in Monogatari. But now every time I look her up on Google, I get <laughs> Shinobu from Demon Slayer. So I'm my whole life has been ruined by this character. So she she better be the most smug waifu. <laughs> she like, better be cool. I swear to God. See, I've already met a second Shinobu in honey and clover oh, i don't care about so. other shinobus it's just the fact that she <laughs> overtook in I popularity see. i see well Ooh, it makes me mad well sh- we'll have to see if she's cool or not but this episode is cool ever since they've been getting closer to the bad guy i've felt really good about it ever since we start seeing the, the <laughs> you mean michael bad, jackson michael jackson <laughs> Uh, infecting people with his blood i've been like ooh, this is interesting this is scary he's a scary dude it's not like he looks scary necessarily but he just acts scary like i'm intimidated by this man i'm not sure if i was 100 percent interested in the ball and the arrow demons, yeah i didn't really care about that but like there was other interesting stuff happening at the time and it's okay i um, i think that the house that we're in with all the random demons some of the demons start to feel a bit monster of the week like they're very throwaway to me i I don't care right now we're being introduced to the main characters though sure but for me it's halfway through a season Mm -hmm. so i feel like the demons shouldn't feel so throwaway at this point and i'm i'm sure with it being a shonen i could be wrong that this is going to end up being a a pretty long series so maybe to them you know 12 episodes is not that much but to me it just feels at this point we should be gearing up a little bit more I don't know if I agree. Kind of disagree. Fair enough. Yeah. So early on, the problem that you have is that you need to be able to root for them and they can't always win, but they have to win a lot of the time. Otherwise, you don't feel satisfied Mm -hmm. watching the show and you have to build up these demons as if they're a really big deal, but they also have to be able to beat them. And if they beat them, that means that they have to go away. Otherwise, they didn't win or they have to convert them. What I'm saying is it just feels like in this particular house that they're in right now, there's some random demon that walks around and then you're going to kill it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. I know nobody's going to die. It feels like there are no stakes. I feel like I don't care because one, I'm never going to ever think of this random demon thing again. Two, nobody is going to die. Three, like they're probably never going to come back to this house again. So why do I care? It just feels like they're doing things that don't really matter. And I know that's the case with a lot of different shows, but I feel like I've been bored. I think that it looks so pretty. I think Tanjiro is a cool character. I think Nezuko is a cool character. I just wish that some of these things had already taken place. It's so funny because there are parts of it, like the training, that I'm like, wait, what do you mean it's already been two years? That went fast. And then there are other parts of it. Like, I don't even know what he's doing. Is he just wandering around finding random demons to kill? Like, where is he going? Is he going after Michael Jackson? Yeah, I don't... he's trying to get blood from a demon who's really close to Michael Jackson. And he's just making random pit stops along the way? No, that's his goal. He's going to find one. I know my opinion is probably not very popular because a lot of people love this anime. I don't think it's bad. What do you think about the new characters? I have high expectations for the new characters. So Zenitsu. I think he's kind of annoying. I love, though, when he, like... Falls asleep, falls he asleep faints. And faints and then becomes, like, really cool. That was unexpected. Right, I liked that. but how often can that be interesting? Is it just that one time? Like, is he going to be annoying all the time and then, like, oh, he falls asleep and he's cool and then now he's annoying all the time? Like, that's not enough. I do like him, though. He has a really cool design. They all have really cool designs, I think. I think he definitely has potential to be interesting. I wish I would see Nezuko more. Me too. I really like her, and I just feel like I don't get to see her very often. Nezuko's my favorite part of the show. I really like her. I wish that she would fight more and learn more about her. 
think the poor guy's gonna be cool, but I have a lot of expectations for him and I don't want to be let down because it seems like everybody talks about him and how great he is and I'm just worried that I'm gonna have a lot of expectations for him to make this show likable, like more likable for me. Not like I dislike it, but we'll see. We just met him in episode 12, the one we just watched. Well, so. it feels like it's picking up and I feel like we're gonna start seeing some good stuff, so. Maybe I'm just impatient because I've been watching so much 12 episode anime. <laughs> I know it's been like 10 billion years since we started. <laughs> But now it's picking up, so get excited. Is that your way of, like, transitioning to Dr. Stone? Yes! <laughs> I'm Dr. so Stone. annoyed get that excited. he keeps saying 10 billion everything. You know what? I went through a phase where I was like, oh, Senku, you're so weird saying those things. And now I feel like I've gone back to, like, okay, this is a part of the show and I like it. Gotcha. It's, his, it's his thing. He does it. Whatever. It's like, believe it. No. <laughs> believe it's way better. No. <laughs> <laughs> believe it's way better <laughs> nice to know where your allegiances lies oh my allegiance will always be with naruto almost always i love naruto all right so what do you think of dr stone so far overall feelings so we're about halfway through at episode 13 right i like it i wasn't so sure about it in the beginning and it's another popular one I was like really nervous like about demon it. slayer and it's so it's so different it's different it's so different. It's like a shonen, but it's different so far. You don't get a lot of shows that are so science focused. I mean, outside of Steinsgate, but Steinsgate's very actiony too. And this show hasn't been not actiony, but so much of the focus has been on science, and it doesn't make me feel like I'm taking a class. It doesn't make me feel like I'm going through all these lessons. It just kind of shows me things along the way, and it's fun. Nine times out of ten, when I look at a show about science, it's about some kind of new science concept, and it's trying to teach you about a new science concept that's kind of futuristic and interesting or sci-fi. Very science fiction. For example, Steins Gate. You don't actually get that much actual science. You get some philosophical science about, oh, can this be or can that be? And There's like, a how lot does of time travel theoretical work? stuff being Theoretic. thrown around in Steins Gate. But in Dr. Stone, they talk about real science and as a person who's been interested in science their whole life and like very excited about it this hit it out of the park in terms of science they talk about interesting scientific concepts and they're all real and they're all stuff that actually is the case when, when they talk to Suika about glasses and how she can see through the pinholes and it's like oh it's the pinhole effect where if you look through a pinhole it the way it focuses the light on your eye like no matter mm -hmm. what you're going to be able to see without squinting they gloss over it a little bit but it's like oh okay well now i i know why this happened now i know why it's a thing and these are real scientific concepts that they explain really quickly but in this primitive society this science still matters and i, I really like that about it i don't know how much about the ideals of everything it does seem a little over the top in terms of his kingdom of science but you know what <laughs> he's so likable it's okay he's so enthusiastic about it all that even though it feels cheesy sometimes i'm like you know what yeah, you're right. Science is cool. Let's go. And I'm not a science person. I just didn't enjoy science that well in school. I don't think I'm not necessarily bad at it. It just wasn't my favorite thing to learn about. But I find this stuff interesting when he's teaching about it. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't have the I right will say, science teachers. I don't think that most people who are into science have that great a grasp of things 
in terms of application. So the idea of somebody in the world knowing so much about so many things is insane. Now, when I was watching, I was like, oh yeah, I'm familiar with this. I'm familiar with that. It's not out of the world. Like if I know all this stuff that he's talking about, like I didn't learn that much other than like, oh, here are the exact elements that they use to create this. But then I forgot it afterward anyway. So it's like, obviously I just didn't remember that stuff because it wasn't particularly that memorable. Like I could have learned this before and he could have learned this before and remembered. But like I learned about all the same stuff but actually knowing what these elements look like and how to find them and where to find them, that's sort of where it becomes a little bit unbelievable to me. Like, I don't really believe anybody knows where to find all of this stuff and knows what it looks like and what it is. Yeah, that is a bit of an issue for me, too, is when it comes down to the raw materials that he has to find. You do have to suspend your disbelief a little bit, and it would probably take longer for him to find certain things than it does. I feel like it's all set in a believable amount of time in terms of how much science he does in a, in a certain I, I mean, amount of time. specifically finding stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, is that all really, like, right in your location? But to me, that just, it really just doesn't even matter because I'm just having such a good time. And I will say, too, he grew up from a very young age reading all sorts of science stuff. I mean, you see him in elementary school, like eight, reading all sorts of stuff. So if everybody around here knew all sorts of stuff about science, I would be very skeptical. But him specifically, you know, I don't mind it. So yeah, how, how do you feel how it's going? Right now we're in an arc where he just generated a electricity and there's this character who's like half on his side and half on the other side. He made him soda. Yeah. <laughs> So Legion lies with Senko because he made him soda. And there, soda. there are these guards, and there's like kind of a love thing happening, and there's also the girl Kohaku and his sister. Chrome just suddenly entered into this fight, and we know with the fact that he's into Rory that he's gonna somehow manage to pull it out. I don't know how he's gonna pull it out yet. But isn't isn't Kinro the guy who was supposed to win? The yeah, guard, because who's they like, like with the rules. Yeah, but the, that's because they didn't think Chrome could do it. But now Chrome's entered under the guise of, well, we're going to wear wear down that big King bad Rome guy. But did get the, the helmet on? And... Yeah, but we haven't seen if he beat him officially yet. Gotcha. So we don't know. But you know Chrome is going to pull it out and he's going to get with Rory and he's going to become the village leader. And then he's going to let Senku into the village. All right. You know that's going to happen. That's what you really think. I believe it. I want Rory and Chrome to be happy together and in love forever. And I want her to get the antibiotic. I want it to work. I want them to be in love. End of story. I think it's going to start out as this thing where they're trying to game the system by entering as many people as possible. And I think it's going to come out that actually they're they're going to try to win for themselves. I think it's going to cause some problems, and maybe somebody's going to go to the other side and go to the Mm -hmm. the big bad guy side. That's what I think is going to happen. Some issues in the kingdom of science, huh? Yeah. Okay, JoJo. Okay, so some backstory. I've never really wanted to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because I was so annoyed that everybody would just, like, bring it up and be like, you have to watch this. And it looked fine. I mean, there's nothing that looked bad about JoJo. It's just annoying because I felt like it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch videos on anime stuff and they'd be like, this fight is so amazing. It's like they kept talking about it. I'm like, okay, I don't care how amazing JoJo is. I don't want to watch JoJo. Is that a JoJo reference? Leave me alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just felt like people were bothering me. But then we decided we'd watch it. We just were like, fine. You know what? I, Let's just watch I it. I am a person who deeply appreciates the lore behind memes and when i see a meme in its original form i get touched so deeply i'm just like yes now i understand why people love this thing (laughs) 
Okay, okay. Now but... I understand it so deeply. And you thought that you were listening to such a deep thing from me. <laughs> but it wasn't me, Dio. Play the clip. It's not exactly word for word. No, oh, my word. Can I play the clip, please. Yes, the clip. I can play the clip. You thought your first kiss would be JoJo, but it was I, Dio. <laughs> That's the big meme we love. Okay, so in the dub we're watching, it says, but it was I, Dio, but obviously the meme is, but it was me, Dio. Uh, you mean this? You thought your first kiss would be JoJo, but it was I, Dio. Why that is so funny, I don't know. But literally- They're just these kids, and Arena loves JoJo, and JoJo loves Arena so much, and then he's like, this guy's like slinking up, slinking up, like, oh, I'm gonna get him. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get that Jojo. I'm gonna steal his whole life. I'm gonna destroy his life. Oh, you got a girl? That's my girl now. And it's so sad what happens to her, but he's just so comedically evil, and I cannot stop thinking about it. I feel bad for laughing, but like, when you hear this. You thought your first kiss would be Jojo, but it was I, Dio. He's just so dramatic. He's so extra. Remember in the first episode when he jumps out of the yes. uh, carriage car or whatever? And he just is so and, extra when he jumps out. And then later he's like throwing him into the fire and he's like, Goodbye, Jojo. <laughs> this whole show's extra. It is. You know, we're, we're like six and a half episodes in. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I can't watch too many in a row because it's just so much yeah, we it, wa- we watch like two at a time just yeah. because it's so crazy. It's just so memey. I yeah. can't. But I I think I kind of love it so far. It's so ridiculous. Speedwagon so far. I think though that my the fact that you want to stop watching indicates that you enjoy it. Because if you didn't like it that much, you would just let it go by and you would tune out. But you don't want to tune out. And when you sense yourself tuning out, you quit. But it's just so crazy. They just meet this random man on the street. He turns out to be like a magician who turns out to know <laughs> Hamon and like teaches it to Jojo. And oh my it's word. just wild. And obviously too, like for some reason, this keeps happening happening to me where I want to show and it ends up being about vampires. <laughs> oh my god. We had no idea going in that Jojo was about vampires and then all of a sudden out of nowhere <laughs> Dio's a vampire. I'm like all along this has been about vampires and I feel like a big dumb. Oh, I love it though. It's so ridiculous. But I'm I'm excited to watch more. Yeah, you me know, too. I have hopes that Jojo and Arina are gonna get married and, and be together forever. I'm excited about anticipating the time stuff and the I'm so hyped for that. I feel like we have to watch that episode subbed just to get both. Yeah. So the the dub they all have English accents. And it was just so every, funny. It makes everything so silly. Yeah. I feel like maybe sub watchers might not feel the same way as we do, but like it's really funny. watching it in dub is so funny. It's very enjoyable. I will say though. I love it. Even though the English accents aren't always the best. They're hysterical, though. They're so... I'm sure we will so talk funny. about more about JoJo, too, <laughs> next time. Yeah, we'll have more JoJo updates, for sure. But overall, impression of the first six episodes, I really enjoy it. It's been fun. Speedwagon's my favorite. Yeah. I don't understand how he's just always on the sidelines, like, But JoJo, 
What are you doing? That's so crazy. You're gonna get yourself killed, man. And it's just like being all narrating it off to the side. But I, I fell in love with him when he threw a hat with blades at Jojo. I was like, what is this man doing? <laughs> He's wild. Cheerio, governor. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> This is getting too much for my liking. Oh, also, Dio just randomly kills Jack the Ripper. Is it canon now that Jack the Ripper was killed? No, that's real life canon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is it real life canon that Jack the Ripper was stopped by Dio? Yes. I guess thanks, Dio? Yeah, Dio's a great guy, honestly. (laughs) Whatever. You thought that it was the police, but it was me, Dio! Actually, Jack the Ripper was never discovered. Oh, you thought that it was just disappearing into the annals of time. But but it it was was me, Dio! Dio. (laughs) (laughs) Prepare for this meme for the rest of the podcast forever. This is never gonna get old. I love it. I feel like I'm behind. I feel like I'm a couple years behind, but I don't care. I love it. So that's it for what we've watched together. Right, but you watched Yuri on Ice all the way through, right? And Blood, Blood Blockade, Blockade Battlefront, Battlefront the right. first season. I won't go super in-depth to either of those because you haven't seen it, but I will, you know, say some stuff about it. You Yuri- can spoil the crap out of both. Well, I kind of want to show you Blood All right, don't spoil Blockade Blood Battlefront. Blockade Battlefront. I don't know if you'll watch it I or will, not. I'm okay. not going to watch Yuri I on Ice. I love Yuri on Ice. It's so cute. I was rooting so hard for Yuri. So we watched this sports anime a couple years ago called Baby Steps. And I cheered so hard for our guy, Achan. And I have not cheered for anyone in a sports anime, Mm -hmm. sports setting the same since then. Until Yuri. I was like, yes, Yuri, you can do this. You can channel your Eros energy. I believe in you. (laughs) I love you. It was so great. It was so sweet. It made me cry. I feel the same way as when I watch music anime. I love it when I watch the people in the show get better at what they're doing. And then it comes all together. And even if they don't win... They've just worked really hard and and you feel so proud of them. And so it just made me feel really good. And their relationship is sweet and cute and all. And I loved seeing that too. It was just all really sweet for me. It just felt very wholesome. And I was so happy with the outcomes and everything. It was a good time. I watched it all in one day. It's only 12 episodes, but I, you know, I watch stuff while I cook and eat and clean and get ready and do all sorts of things. So... But what would you rate it? Did you like it? I rated it an 8 out of 10. Oh, that's good. Which is pretty high that's for awesome. me. You know, pretty high. I loved it. Thought it was I'm great. really glad you liked it. And then Blood Blockade Battlefront came into my life next. I've only seen the first season and I don't even know how to describe this show. It's crazy. It's some like do raw 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 like bungo straight dogs like kill They're the kill sci-fi right? crazy stuff. Yes, it's wild and I, I loved it. There are parts of it I'm not so sure I understand completely. I saw people in the reviews going back and forth saying no, this is very easy to understand people, and then other people saying no, this is the most confusing thing I've ever watched. So I I feel like there are parts of it where it was a bit confusing, and I think it is my fault. I probably didn't pay enough attention. So that's my only complaint is it's that I get the basic gist of the show is very simple. He's part of this group that's solving the super like trying to look into supernatural crimes, right? right. So that part's pretty okay. I get that. But some of the excursions they go to, I had to be like, okay, why is this happening again? Where are we again? Why are we doing this again? Sure. But that is so secondary to like mm-hmm. everything else that's happening. I guess it felt a little space dandyish too with all the different weird stuff that happens. I had a wonderful time watching it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I would totally recommend this anime. Gave this an 8 out of 10 too. I just, it was so cool. It's unlike anything I've seen before. And I'm not a big supernatural anime type 
person, but the fights were cool. The characters were cool. I never knew what was going to happen. It was wacky. I think it's not for everybody for sure. And it is, I would say it's a bit episodic with themes overarching with an underlying main story beneath it. So things do come together at the end, but there are some episodes that don't necessarily like tie into other ones. It's not like it's always a story building up off of itself. Gotcha. But it's so fun to watch. Do you recommend that I watch it? I recommend you give it a try, but if you don't like it, I will get it. I would say it's not for everybody. It's a pretty out there sort of show. I literally like just finished it yesterday and I would totally rewatch it with you right now if you said you would do it. I'd be like, yes, <laughs> We got go. too many good anime to watch. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. And there's season two I'm ready to watch, but I will watch it with anybody who would agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's what i watched this week is that all of our anime i believe so that's everything we watched during this week awesome we'll keep giving you updates we watch anime all the time so we'll have new ones to talk about i'm sure next time all right thanks for listening see you guys next time there's too many people here now and i don't feel like being killed tonight toodles